The views expressed in our episode are ours alone and do not represent any other organizations. Our episodes discuss internet crimes against children and cases that involve the exploitation of children and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. Welcome back. We're on day three at the Crimes Against Children conference. This is Brandon Poor with Catfish Cops. And my name is Tony Godwin. And uh, Did I have, just sound like a, like a newscaster? This is. You, Sorry. You always sound like a newscaster. You're, you have the radio voice that I don't have. So No, no, no. Someone told us earlier, and I'm going to put it out on the podcast so when they're listening, they said, uh, we saw a picture of you. I followed the podcast. I, they saw a picture. Tony looked as expected. <laughs> they expect. What does that me. mean? <laughs> they expect. They, they could feel the weight of my voice. No, they heard you breathing. Heavy. <laughs> and is then that sleep apnea. No. They said uh, they expected me to look nerdier, and I was like, I I can do that for you. I promise. So, Tony, who are we talking All right. to? So uh, we have a wonderful guest, a good friend of mine, Andy Etherington from the National Center for Missing Exploited Children, uh, and I'm going to let you just give your whole backdrop and we can kind of talk a little bit about how we know each other if that's cool or of course yeah welcome um, thank you thanks for having me long time listener well <laughs> first time caller that's the one <laughs> yeah so if you can't tell andy is uh not from texas and uh well where are you from yeah sure so i'm from england um i work Normally for the for National Crime Agency, I still work for the National Crime Agency, but they've seconded me for a period of time over to the National Centre up in Alexandria. So I work day to day at headquarters at NICMIC. Nice. Um, my role really is uh, is 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 a bilateral one. So I'm looking at where there's a US UK interest. You know that could be suspect in UK, victim in US, or vice versa. Uh, I'm really looking what we can do to make sure that investigations work seamlessly as if, right. you know, they were in the same country. So just because there's a big body of water in between us, um, that isn't a reason that um, victims shouldn't get support or suspects, you know, shouldn't get the, the right so, attention. And so drop the mic after that because that's great. What that's did, all, it's fantastic. And so, like, w when you accepted that position, were you, like, relieving somebody that was already here doing that role or were you the first to come over to do that? No, that's a great question. I am a bit of both, really. So um, when the role first started, it was it was a part-time role. Uh, and I say part-time in that it was uh, the, the the guy who was doing it before me had other responsibilities. Uh, in uh, He was down in Miami and he was covering some, uh, some of the British overseas territories. I think we're all fully aware of where this crime type has come from and where it's going in terms of volumes. Um, so when I came over, it was the first time that this was actually going to be um, addressed as, as, as a full-time job. And, and, right. and that's all I do is crimes against children. Yeah. And so the, the, you the only, you're the only one that does this liaison <coughs> thing though. Not the only one. No, there's okay. uh, yeah. Um, we, we work it slightly differently in the, in the UK and that we take um, threat areas. So, 
Got some colleagues okay. up in the embassy who are doing cybercrime, some guys doing illicit finance, um, right. different different roles, but crimes but in, against children is, is my threat area. Your, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that, but that's a big, yeah, it's a big area for two large areas to cover. So that it sounds like, I mean, you're probably extremely busy. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, I, Cyber tips isn't exclusively what I do. We, we um, but we we had a hundred thousand cyber tips go from uh, from uh, the centre out to UK last wow. year, um, and and we set the bar bar pretty high. We look we look to try and give an, an investigative response to all actionable cases. So for those that aren't familiar with how how sort of cyber tips work, um, we'll look to triage into what's informational uh, and what's actionable. Uh, we'd love to, to to look at absolutely everything, but yeah. you know. Resources are finite, uh, right. as you guys you guys know. Um, so, an actionable case is one that you know you know is possibly at, at one end the real egregious sort of t- sort of type crimes, right. you know, hands on offenders, etc. Uh, or it might be, uh, uh, and I hate to sort of put it in a hierarchy, but but, but we have to in terms of yeah. you know where we where we where we put resources. Yeah. You know, it, it might be people who are just distributing the imagery um, right. don't actually have access to children. All, all of those are still seen as actionable cases. Yeah, the informational maybe things like memes or something that's shared in in, in bad humor. Um, right. Sometimes we get stuff that isn't even children, age indeterminate things. You know, they go down an informational stream. Right? Do uh, do does it count under information or actionable <laughs> for some like where you think some child may be being talked to by someone, or if there's some sort of um, sort of contact between that might seem like it might go in a sexual way is that considered more actionable or more informational yeah no we try and, and this is a this is a real sort of area of, of attention something that I'm, I'm looking at at this moment in time it, it is around grooming chat as an early indicator because yeah. um you guys will probably know better than me over here you know speaking about what you want to do is is, is protected under the first amendment so right. it's not an offense right but it's but it can be a really good indicator for law enforcement as to how yep. we're going to act yeah. Because the chat generally followed by an image or one or two images. Those images are usually in in what we see fairly mundane images, you know. And um, but what what we can see from there is a real decline at a real fast pace when it comes to these children being um, sextorted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and that's that. That's what I what I would like to do is is you know how how do we intervene at that early stage? Yeah. Because it can when, go very quickly, right? Between uh, mundane to sexual in uh, two or three pictures. Yeah. yeah. Or moments in time, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and if, <clears throat> particularly if if uh, we see a lot of mo- different motives in um, self generated indecent imagery, but what, if it's if it's a sexual motive, yeah, they're looking to get more um, extreme imagery. And it's through the blackmail from, from, as I said, a fairly mundane photo which has been sent, but through the threat of, you know, I'm going to expose this to your school or your friends yeah. on social media. Right. It's a really sort of tried and tested um, MO. I want to clarify because some of our listeners may not be aware, there are sort of two two sections of the sextortion things we're seeing. We see, and correct me if I'm wrong, and you can probably speak to it even better than I could, but that some are extorting kids with that nude imagery for sexual purposes, obtaining more imagery and Correct. some are maybe using it for more of a financial and that, that may not be sexual at all. They're only after money. Completely. Yeah. So completely. So, um, geography plays a big part in this. So we, we will see a spike, um, 
particularly in, in West Africa at the, at the moment, where they'll, they'll do it for monetary gain. Right. Um, obviously, um, in terms of uh, your socioeconomic s- situation, um, that's going to play a large factor. So traditionally sort of poorer countries right. um, see this. It, it reminds me very much of, you know, your, your, your historical sort of fraud cases, you know, mm-hmm. Nigerian prince who wants your 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 um your banking deals. Right. It's, it's just right. you know, it's the um, yeah. it's the it's just it's a the new modern, version of that. modern day version of that. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's targeted predominantly at, at uh, not exclusively, but but largely at children. But right. they're getting financial stuff from kids. I mean, because that seems sort of counterintuitive that you would seek to extort money from a child who often may not have money. But how are they getting it? Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll generally focus on on um, on teens. You know, so who will have access to um, to sort of smaller amounts of money, but in, in those countries, that, that those smaller amounts of money, you know, like a hundred dollars, yeah. c- could be a lot. I don't think anything yeah. is around the amount. I mean, obviously, they would love to get the uh, the fish that's got thousands of dollars available to send, but I think they take any low level amount on any level. And there are kids, especially nowadays, with applications. I think in you know the the financial applications that are commonly being used because they're all kind of you know, nickel and diamond back and forth for a bag of chips or candy or whatever. And so I, I think you're spot on. It's, they'll get what they can get and then exploit it even more yeah. from there. But it's, it's a, a scale. Game. Yeah, scale. You know, if, if you've got uh, a few hundred children who are willing to give you give you a hundred dollars, that soon starts to add up. So yeah, right. they, do this, they do this at scale. Yeah. Okay. But those are different than the person who's seeking more imagery and video, uh, almost more of like they are a sexually driven purposes there I, completely I, the, yeah yeah, yeah I, I just want to like let our listeners know like how we even became to know each other and and uh, sure. we're not going to go into in-depth about it because it'll be a future episode somewhere down the road but uh, it was a case and I was referred to NECMEC to get and reach out to you because of a connection to UK and um, and for those of us that have been working this, I never knew that that position existed. I never knew that service was available. And so once we connected and worked through that case, like uh, we've, we've tried very passionately to get you and your information broadcast to everybody that does this, (laughs) this work. You're welcome. Not to, not to just dump everything on you, but to let people know that it's a resource that, they probably didn't even know existed um and what a benefit it is like i'm i'm speaking from firsthand knowledge like it we we simply wouldn't have accomplished what we accomplished without you and um so for that i say man thank you and And you said it earlier you are you are in the spot to make sure that just because someone's on one side of that body of water or another doesn't mean that they get a they get a pass for nothing happening because you know historically we're we know because we teach all over the place. We see law enforcement in this arena where something drills back to the United Kingdom and it's like, Oh, there's nothing we can do. So it just goes away. And that doesn't, that shouldn't be an automatic pass. Some agencies feel like that's all we, I mean, we don't have anyone that we could liaison with and you are that person completely. And and I get, you know, you know, as well as I do the scale of this. So if if you've got yeah. twenty or thirty cases all sat you know with with similar offenders and one of those happens to be back in the UK, you haven't got an outlet for that. Yeah, yeah, you know you haven't got time to be chasing around. You've got you've got the next case that's coming because probably in right. that time when you when you're chasing around, you've got another ten net mix that have dropped into your inbox. So yeah, yeah so the message I just tried to get across and um, is that 
and particularly for the smaller police departments, you, you know, who don't have the luxury of an attaché in London, such as the, as the, as the Bureau or HSI, right. is that if you have got particularly an, an offender in the United Kingdom, a, a victim, a victim as well, but you know, right. there, there is an option there. Please get, you know, get in touch if you want to do that through NetMake or you want to do it through the show. Um, I'm happy to speak to anyone because if, you, if you're struggling to get traction in that country, I'm the person to speak to. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, man. And, and, and what a, what an advantage it is. I wish there was a way that they, they, I mean, NECMEC had like pushed that information out and maybe it's just because it's uh, just developed into this full-time thing. And, 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 you know, I don't know, Well, it just seems like there's a way, and this is a great way to do it because you're here at the conference and you've presented and, and, um, and I presented. And so now there's, you know, potentially thousands of people who now have your information in your business card, <laughs> yeah. which on you're some, about to get busy. Yeah. That's what he's saying. <laughs> on some level, it's like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? But um, I've had lots of people come back um, from the start of the conference to today to say, uh, even a guy yesterday, hey, what, what, what was that guy from uh, England? I'm like, oh, he's here. Just go look him up. He's doing a deal. And, and uh, like, oh, yeah, I, I got, you know, running by a case by me. I'm like, hey, hey. Yeah. Slow your roll, buddy. <laughs> like, he's the guy you want. Hey, it's great. I'd re- that's what I'm here for. You know, right. I, 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 I want to be busy. I want to be busy. I want to be helping people out because, you know, I know that the, the need is out there. So, yeah, um, yeah. always happy. Anyone who's listening, um, please, get, like, get in touch. If, if, you, if this is a case that you need any, any sort of help with. I can't always promise that NCA are going to take the case because, you know, we, we, we deal with yeah. the high harm cases, the real serious. But what I can say is, um, depending on the level of the case, you know, it'll get some, some attention in the UK. Yeah. We really do set the bar high. You know, we, we, don't, want, yeah. we don't want people um, in our country running free, being able to do this to children, be it in the UK or be it overseas. So right. um, it's, it's a priority for the UK. It's a priority for the UK government. Um, so yeah, please do get in touch. So can you, can you talk on any level about what if somebody develops a lead in say Scotland or, uh, you know, Australia or whatever, are there other resources available either currently in NECMEC or connections that can be made for those law enforcement that need that push? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, so Scotland's an easy one. Scotland's part of the UK, so that can, oh, be, done, that right. can, that can be done through me. That's, that's not a problem. Um, I thought he was just setting you up. I, I think he was just setting yeah. you. You were just setting him up. You knew that. Yeah. Of course I yeah. knew that. <laughs> of course I knew that. Um, further afield, you know, the, the, there are people. So I'm, I'm, I'm in contact with uh, some of my counterparts up in D.C. Um, all federal agencies ha- have some sort of presence in, in D.C., I find that often um, they'll pair sort of cyber cyber um, crime uh, attaches with crimes against children. Um, I see, I get that. I see the crossover. I, I think it works better if you're working um, independently. But yeah, um, reach out. I've I've got contacts all over the world, whether it's Europol, whether it's Interpol, you know, AFP, New Zealand yeah. Police. Um, it's like we, we we were talking before. It's a pretty small community. Once you get here, you realise at the conference. Yeah. You know, I've actually. Um, put some faces to, to people that I, I, I've been dealing with yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, so it's been a really good opportunity to say hello to some people because it, it's it's not a big community when you when you're trying to catch these people. That's true. I've seen a lot of people with you know where I'm like oh, I've I've seen your name and I've probably emailed or whatever it is with you, but I've never met you in person. So there are a lot of people we've actually met in person this week that we've known for a long time, maybe virtually. Yeah. You know, and I think COVID sort of taught us that we can remotely talk to a lot of people and sort of do a lot of of 
Tony's taking a selfie. Yeah, trying to get Andy in there. But what uh, what are you preve- what are you presenting here at the conference? If you can speak about it, what yeah, are you what course. are you teaching us? Um, so I've done two. Well, apart from the Tony, uh, the session that Tony and I did together on um, called Crossing the Pond, which I know is probably going to be a bit further down the line for you guys. Right. But um, I I did two for the Tech Coalition. Um, okay. So the first one was looking at uh, Nick Mick reports, particularly ESP escalations or supplementary reports. These are the reports where um, the ESP will use their internal investigations team to add real value to the report. Um, those generally are the really egregious ones, you know, first-hand um, contact offenders. Yeah. Um, and the benefits of those for law enforcement, what that looks like when it actually gets to a law enforcement officer, what we can do with those, um, and a discussion around anything that additional. So we, we spoke on that. And then... Straight after that, we did a session on self-generated and decent imagery. Should all reports be tracked the same? Right. Uh, and I had quite a lot to say on that because obviously, um, clearly, self-generated imagery should definitely not be, be tracked the same. Um, there, there, is a, right. there is a vast scale in terms of, I mean, we've touched on it already a little bit, but um, yeah. yeah, from the lower end of you, you've just got children who maybe haven't been taught about what's appropriate to, to post online right. um, to the other end, which... Um, it, it, Honestly, is organized crime. I see. I, I, someone once said to me, you know, that, yeah, it's serious crime, but child sexual abuse is, isn't isn't organized crime. You know, you haven't got people working together over a prolonged period of time to, to commit serious offense. They, they're generally, you know, they're, they're individuals <laughs> acting on their own. Where um, we we're working cases now where we've got people who are organized. You know, that they're yeah. they're in different countries. They're right. working together, you know, to target victims, passing victims around between each other, um, with with the ultimate goal of some really, really heinous, heinous stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's just because they're not with the kid it doesn't mean that that child isn't yeah. treated the same way or experiences the same things, and that, yeah, that would happen if it were a an in person familial relationship. Completely, perhaps. yeah. So and yeah. this isn't this is a, a, a newish, I wouldn't say a new, but a, a newish sort of phenomenon that we're, that we're seeing. And the, these offenders are young. You know, some of them are children themselves, late teens, oldest I've seen is early twenties. Um, very into this sort of gaming type type situation. And I feel when you look at their victims, it's almost like a game. You know, they're looking for real, like egregious self harm. Um, it's, it, it, it ultimately. Um, and I apologize to some of the listeners, but their, their ultimate goal is, is child suicide. That's, you know, that's where they, yeah. they, they get the real sort of credit right. in these groups. Um, and, and that's happening. People that's, don't yeah, think yeah. that's happening. That, oh, no. That's happening. Happening. that people yeah. are, are yeah. I mean, extorting, but also they are coercing, manipulating, threatening in ways that are causing young people to commit suicide. They get to yeah. a place where there's no more right. hope. And, yeah. and we've seen like packs made where one person doesn't do it. And then, you know, talk about that. What are we seeing there? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's active encouragement, you know, it's, it's right. grooming. It's, it's just, it's just completely stripping that, that, that child of any self-worth to the point where, you know, the, the, the encourage the suicide of, the, of that child. And that's all for notoriety in, in a group. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll give their groups names, um, and there'll be a hierarchy in that group. And the more extreme content you can provide to the group, the higher you you'll, you'll go in that group. Right. Um, and the and the information is is sort of always been there. We've just sort of labeled it under cyberbullying because there's always been that suicidal component within cyberbullying when it gets to that nth degree. But I think the 
like the way you're talking about it now and the what uh, trends we're sort of seeing now, um, it, it's more, I, I don't know, it's, uh, it's highlighted more or it's, it's talked about more. So it, it's a, it's a, I don't know, like a, a stronger version of, but what, I think we've been dealing with on some level, but I think people hear <clears throat> cyberbullying and what they think with that is, well, kids who know each other bullying the other kid just online. Right. Which that is true and that mm-hmm. happens. But you're talking about something darker than that as far as the intent and the motivation behind it. These are people who have never met outside of the online world and they are targeting kids to try and push them to suicide to gain reputations in their own group. Co- correct. Yeah. That's Which a, is, that's a really good um synopsis of it. Yeah, that's so exactly. So that I mean that's a that's a an evil that is not been touched on much. No, it hasn't. And and even though um, it's harsh to hear it. It's harsh because, you know, we have an audience of obviously law enforcement folks, but we have a huge audience of parents, you know, just yeah. moms that listen, that have kids and want to learn and educate. And, and yeah, it's difficult. It's a, it's, it's not harder than anything else we've listened to or talked about before. It's, yeah. but we have to be intentional about it. We have to get it out there and let people know that that stuff exists. What are you telling parents that, you know about what you're saying what would you tell a parent of a child how do we how do we look for this how do we protect against this how do i how do i safeguard my child from getting to the place where they could commit or feel suicidal because of what's going on online do you have any things that you can suggest i, I mean i always talk about um and encourage you know the open communication around around what what you're doing online um uh, my children are small, but I think if they were if they were older, you know, it's it's uh, monitoring the use of, of of devices in bedrooms, which I I, I totally get is difficult, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then also looking for warning signs around, um, you know, has has the child's behavior changed? Have they be, be, become right. more reclusive? You and know, that's like, what you know, most parents are going to see right yeah. off the bat, a, like a drastic behavior change, like something yeah. out of the ordinary or not normal for what they normally would do or see or a reaction that's really off the chain. Like those are the red flags that a parent should see and recognize to say, Whoa, like where did that come from? Like, why are you, especially something that happens very quickly or something that's like, yeah. this is so out of character for my kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. completely. I, I, I noticed, um, one of the big tech companies just this week has advertised um, some some changes, some safety changes um, for parental control around actually being able to see who your children are, are, are communicating with, which I think, particularly in that in that type of offending, other types of offending, um, is 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 good. You know, it's a good step forward. It's it's what you what you'd see in the real world. You know, yeah. you as parents, yeah, you might not know what your kids are talking about, but you're going to know who your kids are talking to, or yeah, you'd like yeah. to think you were. Yeah, uh, and that. Yeah, um, I, th- I think that is a big step forward for... Uh, that brings up a good point that, that I know you have some uh, component of what you're doing in relation to tech companies and all the things that go behind that. And, and that's really what this is all about, these conferences and these communications. But maybe speak on that a little bit about how we can bridge that gap a little between technology. I know it's it's always a very somewhat dicey subject because there's privacy issues versus safety concerns for children. And so uh, maybe we talk about that for a minute, like how important is it for us to try to all get on the same wavelength and keep that dialogue going for the betterment of our, our kids to 100%. not get to that yeah. you know, level. 100%. I, I, 
I think it's important to, to try and stay balanced. You know, I'm sure you've met cops who are like, this is ridiculous. No, they should be giving us everything. You know, we're trying to catch these. And, you know, when you hear that said out loud, you sort of think, yeah, you know, they're, they're right, etc. But I don't think there's a lot of pedophile sympathizers within the tech companies who are saying, let's right. hold back this, this information. You yeah. know, let's keep it because otherwise they're going to catch these pedophiles. That's, right. no. you know, that's not, that's not the real world. Um, yeah, I was just telling someone yesterday, I was like, you know, these companies are made up of parents with kids. Right. They want to protect their kids and other kids yeah. just the same as we do. Yeah, completely. So so it, it's a balance, but it's it's providing good feedback, you know. So what I'm seeing at the front end, the blockages that we're hitting, yeah. you know, feeding that back. Because somewhere, I, I mean, I've met for the first time um, engineers from Google and, you know, you, you don't get to you don't get to meet people like that. You right. know, um and you can have sensible conversations with, 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 with these people, and and they, you know, they 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 really want to help. So it's it's been able to feed that back into the companies and say, right. you know, what about this? How about giving us this? Because this this is why this is makes such a big difference. You know, yeah. uh, an upload upload IP as a, as opposed to a login IP. You know, that is a yeah. major thing. Yeah. You know, an upload IP is the time and date stamp that that, that potential offense happened. Yeah. yeah, port numbers on a mobile IP versus yeah. a regular IP. Well, the mobile IP thing is big because some companies don't even track user data on certain types of IPs. So that's like that's something that is that's not ethereal. That's not a hypothetical. That is real world. We're seeing it. We need it. Yeah. It would help, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm. You know, the IPs on mobile data they're shared IPs, so they could come back to, you know. Th- thousands, thousands of different users. Right. Yeah. Tony mentioned the port number. The port number speaks to the app. Yeah. You know, that gets us to the device. Right. So if you're providing us a port number, um, we're on that. You know, we're, yeah. we're potentially receiving That's actionable. That. That's Immediate. Actionable. Immediate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're going there. Um, plus, you know, you get to, uh, you've probably done warrants yourself. You go in and it's a shared accommodation. Yeah. You know, yeah. so even if you had the IP, there, there could be, um, yeah, there could be ten people in there who've been using that IP. Right. So then you're relying on the person to stand up and say, "Oh, yeah, it was actually me that downloaded that um, right. that indecent imagery of a right. child. Arrest me." Yeah. You know. Yeah. You could be. Are you going to arrest ten people or give us something that can get us to the device? And we're looking for a device. Yeah. You know, we're checking people's pockets then, and you know that, right. that's. Yeah. So it's just little. You know, it's little things like that that um that I encourage like tech companies just to, just to listen listen to us because you know and we'll we'll and it's you know it's a two way street absolutely we'll, we, I, yeah. I've listened to to some of the lawyers here from the tech companies and learned some stuff myself yeah when I'm asking for certain things they've said well we'd love to give you that but so right it's a, it, you know I'm, it's and that to me that want. speaks volumes and it's kind of a, a nice segue into one of our other functions here at this conference is um the benefit of this conference Mm. specifically because as we know this is the largest child crimes conference in the world the range it has of 29 different countries and 5700 people and the fact that we have very large tech companies here at this conference um willing to come forward and talk and and that's a step that we haven't always had that luxury. Yeah. And so it's a, I think it's a good. Yeah. There's collaboration, there's partnership, there's building of relationships. We've, I mean, that was the whole point of doing some of the presentations we've done was like law enforcement, child protection professionals and tech companies. We all have the same goal. We want to protect kids on those or otherwise. And I think that if we speak openly and transparently about those relationships and the collaborations that we can build, 
I think they're open and I know we're open and I think that, that those, those bridges are, are being made for sure. Especially yeah. in a world where, you know, yeah. some of these tech companies <clears throat> that are pretty big aren't that old. You know, no. they haven't been around for, they're not, you know, MySpace age. No. They've been around Completely. for a few Where years. Where is Tom? I haven't seen him. Is he here today? I haven't seen You're Tom. friends with Tom, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've all been friends with Tom. But, but yeah. yeah, those some of these companies grew very fast for not very long. And so they're sort of trying to work out what they're doing still anyway, right? There's I just the, think it's encouraging that they are willing to listen. I, like you said, you know, you're you and this conference affords you that opportunity to Yes. To bump into the the guy that makes decisions, or or as a shot caller, you know, in a big tech company that can bring something. Or as back. you just said, they're the actual engineer who might change something within the the company itself. Yeah, and that's yeah. something that you might not get elsewhere. No, completely. So, what's it like? Uh, I know this is your first time ever being at this conference. What's it like for a, a new guy from England to be over here at this conference? What, what's your thoughts about it? The eight hundred degree weather. Yeah, I, I haven't even stepped outside. I, I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would melt if that's I went where they outside. cook breakfast yeah. on the on the hard Pavement. top out there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, great. What a, what an opportunity. What a, I mean, I, I've got to give credit to the to the organizers as well. How well this is put together. Yeah, from the app. To the volunteers that, that are around, to you know the booths which um, which have so many fantastic things you can see, uh, the speakers, how much they've crammed in. It's just uh, yeah. I've never been to a conference that's been so well put together. So um, it's a, it's a yeah. really good and I'm really pleased because it's the area we, we, we work in. You know, so yeah, um, it just it, a lot of it is just really seamless. Well, awesome. I think we should get you an office out of here somewhere and bring you down to Texas <laughs> full time. Because, uh, uh, yeah, I think that would be a very hel- a big help to all of us. So, uh, I think you brought rain with you, regardless. So, thank no matter what, that. we think what happens when, when you come from England. Good grief, it's wonderful. We <laughs> yeah. didn't have rain for so long, and now it's thundered and lightning last night, and you know that's that's a good thing to see. Absolutely, man. So, what are you looking forward to seeing, or are you presenting again? No more presenting. No, just just catching up with people. Really. Um, uh, there's some really interesting stuff and things that you know that's going in the future. I'm really interested in what um, what trusted safety looks like in the metaverse. You know, that's a whole new discussion which which is is, is only sort of just starting. Um, you know, these immersive worlds. How yeah. do uh, because please, like anyone who's out there, don't don't be on any any illusion that as great that's going to be going into the future. There's going to be people who are going to look to 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 use it for for bad. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we know they're going to go where the kids go. Hundred percent, yeah. I mean, even and criminals are going to go where people are, but but people who yep. are harming children are going where children are, and children are there or going to be there without a doubt. Yes, yeah, so, so looking forward to hearing that. Looking forward to uh, I've got some more um, some more talks. I'm going to try and get into the, the, the this afternoon and and just connecting Good. with people. Really, yeah, just trying to get um, get the word out there. And well, this is the place to do to it. There's so many people, and um, you you have such a value being here and in the role that you're in with Neckmeck and. Man, how appreciative we are to them! But like, one, we work with Neckmeck all the time and have, and uh, we we love that relationship. But man, well, people hear us talk about Neckmeck a lot too. Yeah. yeah, here, so they don't get to hear sort of some of the inner workings of what Neckmeck's doing to basically 
support law enforcement, child protection professionals all over the world, which is yeah. which is a big it's, step. Yeah. It's a great it's a great facility, and I, I feel really lucky to work out of there. If, if people haven't checked out um, their website, missingkids.org, please please do have a look at it because it's yeah. it's really good from. You know the support that they give victims um, to the the stuff they do around missing kids right. and the and the Amber Alert, the education stuff. Oh, the parent yeah. portal is really wonderful. really good. Yeah. yeah. The, one of the actually one thing I want to do mention is 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 around the education education yeah. stuff because um, it's been a big topic of discussion about how we get that message out there and um, lo, you know law enforcement do a lot, but I think children still sort of link law enforcement with being in trouble. Yes. That, yeah. that might not be the place that they're going to go and look. If they, you know, if they are in trouble, right. they, they might not go and, and look for, for help there, you know, yeah. with, through fear. Right. Um, NetMec is a great place. You know, the, the NetSmart program, they can help. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, uh, but in the in-app in, in stuff, you know, I'm, I'm really encouraging tech companies, for anyone who's listening, um, the kids spend their lives in these apps. Do you know what I mean? They spend yeah. their time in there. Um, that's where they want where they want to be. So I'd love to see more support coming from there. I'd really like it, you know, if, I was checking out on TikTok the other day. There's like a couple of sisters, and I forget their name, but they've got like 200 million followers on on oh on, on TikTok. Yeah, can you imagine if one of them just did like even just a small piece on child safety, yeah. like the impact that could make? Yeah, wow. coming from from, from the same age or yeah. the same sort of peer genre. Yeah. And you think about that. You just said that it made me think like these kids. That is, you know, that's their world. That's they're not. Just spending, you know, like maybe their parents are a few hours on social media and then they're out in the world. They're, you know, their parents are looking at the news and they're going to work and they're talking to their their colleagues and their work people. And they're interacting with people at, at you know, lunch and restaurants and stuff like that. And that's so social media is sort of a, a minute of their world and the world is the rest. The kids are on this thing like a lot. Yeah, they are yeah. on there a majority of the day. So their whole world may be in this social media app or whatever the number of apps. And so what they're seeing in there, what they're hearing in there, that's that's Completely. everything they know, right? Right. Yeah. And so that needs to be the place where we reach out to them, maybe. That, yeah. The, yeah. The I think maybe if we're a little more proactive about reaching out to those people who have these followings of young people and and see if you can get them on board, you know, hey, listen, this is what we yeah. do and this is what we'd like to do. And you have the platform to reach a lot of people in one fell swoop yeah. so social media is a great place you know they clearly it's really popular with kids they have a great time and you know when things are going great it's fantastic i just like to you know because th- things are occasionally going to go wrong yeah but being able to signpost them to where you get help from yeah. there is, is i think is definitely invaluable um, uh, we were talking about that earlier with someone that that we spent a lot of time on prevention <clears throat> and we or we uh, there's still a lot to work but we may not have spent as much time on like what something happened. There's not a loss of hope. There's still a way that you can be helped. And right. so what does Nick Mick uh, or what do you know of the way that a child, something's happened, a kid has sent something or is being extorted. Where can they go? What can they do? Is there, is there nothing that they can do to help themselves out of this circumstance? The first thing they've got to do is just, is just speak up, you know, cause the amount of transcripts I've read, um, backwards and forwards between a child and an offender where you, you can just see the desperate, sorry, you can read the desperation, feel the desperation, like they've got nowhere to go. Right. Um, it might seem like, uh, you know, like the end of the world, that like, like this, this image has gone out there, but it's, it's, it's getting past that because 
what can happen further down the line is so so much worse. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's it's speaking out. And if that's if that's a parent or a caregiver to start with, that's great. Right. Um, you know, this, there there are resources out there, so you can report it on the NetMic website if you want to do it um, with, without the support of someone. Um, we have Click Seop in the UK now. That's usually that it, 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 that's a British thing. Right. But I get Click Seop reports coming from that, that have been filed in the US. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't advise doing it that way because there are the resources in the US which, which will get a quicker response. Right. Um, yes. But we see that so if, if anyone's listening from another country, you know, Canada have a similar thing, um, which which you can access and you can do it, and that and that's all online. And we have listeners but, all over the place in a wow. lot of different countries. You know, believe it or not, with uh, shocking to all of us, but we have a really solid reach all over the world uh, with yeah. this podcast. And yeah. so we, there are resources, though. 100%. Absolutely, tons yeah, of resources. 100%. But yeah. Yeah, I, I would I would say find a real whether that's a teacher, whether that's a parent, whether it's a caregiver, you want that you want that one to one support. You know, someone right. who's there sat next to you because right. th- there are th- there are ways we can you know we, we can help you and there, there, there are there are things that we can do. Because um, that predator wants you to feel like you're alone. Yeah, they want you isolated. Yeah. They don't want you telling anyone. They want you to to think what they're saying and doing is all that there is. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, we emphasize a lot to to empower kids because we talk a lot to a lot of schools and a lot of groups and a lot of other places, and that's that's really the crux of it is empowering those kids to know that you know what this doesn't define you. You will get through this. We'll help you get through this. We can be your advocates to get you through this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know there is definitely resources available, and you know I just think the more we say it, the more we push it, the more we try. It, the better it'll hopefully get. Yeah, completely. You know? But speaking out, I mean, that that's the hardest part, just that first yeah. step, doing that for the first time, speaking out and just getting that help. Yeah. After that, you know, you'll find it gets so much easier. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Great message, man. Man, Andy, thank you so hey, much. Yeah, dude. Listen, like, I've enjoyed every every minute of it. It's been great to speak to you guys. And, you know, it's awesome. Just, awesome. And, uh, you know, maybe down the road we'll, uh, we'll work this out while you're back home and I'm here and we'll – talk about that the, case talk yeah. about that we're case. gonna we're gonna talk about that case i'm sure in the future because yeah. it's big and it's i mean we've hinted at it before it, it just the large scale number of right victims and things that are involved in it and i think that even hearing peripherally from tony just yeah. how much work was put into it from both of you and the and the the help that you brought i don't think yeah. it would have been possible otherwise so yeah this case is yeah and you know that's it's that's not an isolated case. No, it's not. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. It's, you know, it's, it's big and involved, but it's a drop in the bucket. It's yeah. like a, yeah. a ripple in the water. There's so much of it. Um, and what's terrifying is globe. he, I mean, that these offenders have sometimes thousands of victims, correct? Thousands of victims. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I often say I, I'd, I've lived on a crime type where you can have that much impact, have that many victims, do that much harm, and if you don't want to, never leave your bedroom. Right. <laughs> and right. sometimes never get caught. Yeah. Like, think about any other crime where you did such a prolific thing with the number of victims you've created and the chance that you've never been caught. Yeah. And that you might never right. be. Yeah. Because it was so secrecy was surrounding it, and the victims are so terrified that they're never going to talk about Correct. it and Correct. you know someone's told you 
that you but occasionally do. we do catch up with them, don't we, Tony? Once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Once in a while we get lucky. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you for your time. We know it's uh, chaotic and a lot of going, a lot of things going on, and there's things to go. But it looks like we're maybe between sessions, or I don't know. From the volume of people, maybe there's something about to kick off. But uh, Andy, thank you very much. No worries. Appreciate Thanks, you, man. Guys. Appreciate Thanks. you. Thank you for listening to the Catfish Cops podcast, brought to you by Brandon Poor and Tony Godwin. For additional information and available resources, please visit our website, www.catfishcops.com, and click on the resources link. 